Peace. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Who Said That podcast, where pop culture meets real life and everything in between. We're your hosts. I'm Peaches. I'm Bunny. And I'm Buffy. And we are so excited to for another episode. Um, this is episode nine. I know y'all probably tired of me counting down. This will be episodes, but He's this is big, major it for is. us. It's major. This is <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like we just kept going, keep going, and it's exciting. Like I really feel like we're gonna get to season two. Yeah, I know. Maybe. Oh, this all the talk. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you know we can't we can't think too far ahead because you know Bun. Oh, Bun had her don't own, her own <laughs> oh, life plans gosh. already mapped out, and we got to get in where we fit in. Oh yes i mean so yeah i hope to make it to season two i'm just i'm happy with where we are now you know living too. a moment kind of girl yeah I, I, i'd like to see us get to season two too okay so oh. don't be doing that okay y'all y'all got this on recording right <laughs> <laughs> i said it i said it <laughs> all right buff what's given right. given let's hop in King. oh well excuse me <laughs> All right, y'all. What's giving and what's not giving this week? So, Bunny, I'm going to pick you. So, what is giving is that I got my pictures back, y'all. I got my pictures back from my photo shoot, and they look so amazing. I only seen, like, one. I know. I got to send them to y'all, but I'm just (laughs) so, I'm so excited. Like, I, I swear, I've looked at them, like, three or four times, like, every day. I just be like... Oh my gosh, and like that isn't me. Now I just gotta figure out how I'ma uh, use them so that I can get them out. But that is what it definitely it took me all the way back to when we did the photo shoot. Like I just was smiling yeah, all over again. So time. it was just it was a very, very, very good feeling. So okay. Excited. How long have you had these pictures though? And then right. have you even shared them with oh, us? Um, I remember you I got, showing like the soft edits. This yeah. is a soft edit. This is a soft edit. I'm trying to see the hard yeah. edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, sis. Yesterday. Okay. I got nah, it yesterday. Yeah, so I, I I got you. I got you. Okay, okay. I can't wait. <laughs> I should have showed y'all this morning. I you should have. You didn't. Thanks. Um. All right, peaches. What's giving? What's um, Okay, my what's giving for me is I know y'all probably tired of me talking about <laughs> this, but this is graduation season. Yes. Prom season. yes. I got two kids graduating. Well, one is promoting to middle school, and then one graduated from high school. Um, all around the same time. So, what's giving for me is um. My daughter's graduation coming up yes. on Tuesday. So excited. So excited about this. Like, I really mm-hmm. cannot believe that um, this day is here. It's yeah. just been so crazy. Just like looking back, like I literally feel like I just dropped her off for her first day of school. Mm-hmm. And now here we are, you yeah. know, at the la- at the end and she's entering college. So I'm in yeah. just like a season of just thankfulness and reflection mm-hmm. and uh, eagerness about what's to come. Yeah, because yeah, I just remember even going on field trips with her when she was younger. <laughs> and it's just like, dog. Yeah. Taking her up from daycare. It's just like, <laughs> when she was at Aston Road daycare, it's just like crazy. Exactly. Yeah, it's now. like, she is all grown up. <laughs> I had to break it to my oldest son this um earlier. We were talking and he was like, oh, you going to cry at Sage graduation? I was like, probably <laughs> and i was like well, maybe not and he was like you won't cry next year for me i was like no i'm just gonna be so happy like, oh I my gosh I was, like, <laughs> I was 
was like, because when I get super happy, I can't cry. I said, I'm going to be so happy that you were done. Oh, wait <laughs> up. <laughs> so then he was Where like, is this going? What is happening right now? Lord, I hope oh, he don't listen to this. Right. <laughs> oh, actually, you already told him. So. Oh, he, told him. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> and so I was talking to Sage and she was like, um, she was like, MJ, I told you I'm first. <laughs> they are in so much of a competition of each other it's, yes it's yeah she always be like i i gotta get my license before mj <laughs> <laughs> no way he gets license before me so yeah she on the clock oh she man is. but anyway i will go into my what's given and that is that i am now officially 38 and oh, um, you i am 30 <laughs> I told somebody you was 39 girl what <laughs> Girl, I was like, "Well, I'm about to be 41, so I think she's 39." No, I'm definitely. Oh, yes, we're we're like Irish twins for yes. a amount of time, but for a short amount of time, yeah. me and Peaches can be the same age hey. every year. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm I'm thankful to see a whole another year around the sun, and I'm excited for 38 and what it's going to bring. And Jamaica gave me everything I needed to give. It needed mm-hmm. to give. I'm like that trip was amazing. Yeah, you seem like you were having a yeah. good old time. Definitely having, definitely <laughs> a having good fun. Old time. <laughs> <laughs> she was out this no way with the wretched in Baltimore. In Baltimore, <laughs> in Jamaica. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, let's um, hop into our icebreaker. So uh, what are your Memorial Day weekend plans? Right, we I got a little bit of together. Yeah, right. We always right. together in right. Memorial Day. I'm like, did we get together last year? Even though I know no, it's a pandemic. No. You sure? No, we did. Okay. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> I could well, remember. Say, I, I feel like we did something. But, no, we um, did. No, maybe yeah. we did. No, no. I, mean, I remember like we, we all got, kind of got together to surprise Buffy for her birthday, but yeah, that's but the last time I kind of remember. It. Yep, and I don't think we did anything else until oh, like right, right, right. that summer fall. Yeah, because then we do something with the crab bowl, right? Yes, yeah, but did. that was later. That was 4th of July, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But um, okay. I I think you guys are coming over for some crabs. Yeah. But you out of town, but we already decided. Yeah, we we decided. Oh, because I'm like, I never heard this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I got some work to do um with my full time job uh, Sunday morning, but outside of that, I'm just trying to like chill, relax. I know um me my husband and kids are going to the carnival um on the holiday on actually actually on monday so i'm excited just to kind of like chill out a little bit yeah i'm excited too um i'm looking forward to crabs for sure yeah um yeah this you know may is still my birthday oh Oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um i do my husband and i didn't like hang out here yeah. Locally, so you have so, to celebrate so we have too? to celebrate again here <laughs> yeah. States, not just jamaica so we're gonna hang out and try to go do something one of these days um and my mom are you saying before june first before june um oh, yes okay. because uh i mean it's may her 31st weekend. is memorial day right, right. okay I got till may 31st <laughs> it's all about yeah. <laughs> i do That's have to true. work too um a couple of days this weekend but it shouldn't be all day so i should be able to find time in there and our mom comes today so we get to hang out with her yeah so she'll be with me so i i, I can imagine <laughs> hey. that we're gonna be 
I think this is going to be all about the vow renewal. Who <laughs> <laughs> don't know? That, don't throw it on them. They don't, 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 Buffy. Okay, first of all, it's going to be all first. Y'all, this, this, oh, this turned to a whole episode. We hole. not, we not. But I'm just, I'm excited that she's going to be here. And even mm-hmm. to echo what Peaches was saying, I have a son that's getting promoted as well to middle school. So mm-hmm. it's a lot going on. We have a lot of celebrations happening. Yes. Um, over the next couple of weeks. So I got a, yeah. I got a plan for that too. Um, so I'm just, I, I think just spending time with them, and I think he. Ryan faking like he not excited but today we had to take pictures to send to the school and he was all like okay let, let. <laughs> I was like you want to take a picture outside all right let's go outside I'm like oh I'm so proud of him once you I, did, I don't think it hit him and now it was hitting him it's like oh I'm no so this proud of him he so deserves it yeah. oh, I think Dylan I'm so proud of both of them fifth grade was so tough. much yeah yeah, yeah. but and you know <laughs> one of the things I mean outside of we always have fun when we get together for um for holidays and celebrations and stuff like that I'm always so excited to see the kids get together too because it reminds me so much of us when we were younger how pressed they be to see each other like I know I'm sure at y'all house too it's like when they know that they all getting together it's like what time we leaving when are we going like they just can't wait to see each other and I remember being like that when we were little like yeah go up 16th street and yes. it was like a holiday or something like you couldn't wait to get up get there because you all your cousins was gonna be there and then yes. you know as an adult you gotta wait all the way to the very last minute like yes okay are we leaving at the same time because you know the other one can't stay while <laughs> yeah. the other one be here at the same time we all and gotta leave so so everybody's leaving at the same time mm-hmm. it always <laughs> yeah. comes with the next question can they just spend the night <laughs> yes <laughs> no we got school tomorrow graduation pick me up tomorrow <laughs> Yes, that's right. it right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, me too. Right. another year. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's um go ahead and introduce this week's episode, which is called God and Therapy, or God Plus Therapy, whichever you prefer. Um, this month of uh, this month of May is Mental Health Month, so we wanted to share our thoughts on our mental health journey um, before this month closed out. Um, as well as help some of you guys, our sister and brother cousins out there who may be currently struggling because this year, even though the pandemic, everybody's saying it's opening, that could bring a whole nother level of, um, mental health, like things like anxiety, panic, Mm -hmm. a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of things. So I think it's just always important to continue to talk about our mental health, because even though we get to go out a little bit more and last year was a struggle about being isolation. Now it's going to be a whole nother thing about panic and anxiety. And am I doing the right things um, Mm -hmm. to stay safe? So Let's. Um, I wanted to um, talk a little bit about what the National Alliance of Mental Health, I mean, mental illness had to say about mental health. A mental illness is a condition that affects a person's thinking, feeling, behavior, or mood. Some common symptoms are anxiety, depression, or eating disorders. Mental health conditions are far more common than you think, mainly because people don't like to or are too scared to talk about them. However, one in five U.S. adults experience mental illness each year. One in six U.S. youth aged 6 through 17 experience a mental health disorder each year. And 50% of all lifetime mental illnesses begin by the age of 14 and 75% by the age of 24. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, those numbers, like yeah. the fact yeah. that 50% by the age of 14. Right. 
Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. Like, Ooh. I ain't know the stats was like that. Yes. And I'm just like, and I didn't, didn't even go further into what the stats were for last year. But doesn't it seem like, I don't know, maybe, well, I know this has to be it. If people are more aware of like mental health and stuff now, like are openly mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I'm like, I don't really remember it being like a whole conversation when we were kids. It never it's was kind of like you just thought people either was crazy or you wasn't. <laughs> it was no That's in fact. between. It, it was, was no in between. Yeah. That is that is actually. It's sad. like if you had a family member who was like lunching, you they just mm-hmm. automatically went into the crazy category. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy or they tripping or something like that. Yeah. Um. So before we keep going, I just definitely wanted to say if you were um if you or you think you might have any mental illness, first thing you must know is that you're not alone. That's what a lot of people think. They think they're the only one experiencing these feelings or these thoughts or some type of depression or um, panic attacks or isolation feelings or um, maybe even just eating differently, like not either not eating or eating more of unhealthy stuff. Um, like what, are, what is it called? Like emotional eating. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just feel like that they're by themselves and they don't have nobody to talk to. So definitely want to say you're not alone. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're definitely going to try to help out with giving you some pointers and things towards the end of this episode of things you can do to, um, help out with that yeah maybe even add in the show notes um oh, not yeah. maybe we will add in we the show will. notes yeah oh, i got plenty of resources i will slide them right right on in there yes. we got plenty yeah. of resources because i don't be fooling around with that yes because mm-hmm. we do not need nobody everybody gotta be healthy around here mind body yeah. and spirit all right so um I had a question, like, why do you think in the African-American culture, we place a stigma on therapy? Like, why is it so, you on therapy? <laughs> or like, I mean, what Peter just said it in your family, it, I don't think it was a, it's not a, it wasn't a conversation. And the awareness, mm-hmm. I think it's a mixture between, um, you know, especially in our community, the lack of resources, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the lack of knowledge, whether or not people, even ask for help um you got people who don't even go to the doctor and they got high blood pressure so you some something going on with you mentally that's a whole you know that's a whole another thing but i really do believe it has to do with the resources it has to do with understanding what a mental health you know disorder is because most people don't realize that anxiety general anxiety is mm-hmm. considered a mental health issue you know it don't that's have what to I was be gonna say. schizophrenia or anything yes. like that you don't have to be like completely you know bipolar or whatever and mm-hmm. that be the only thing but that just comes from education and I think it's just we are more aware now because people are speaking up but I think um the stigma is just that ain't don't talk about it <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, and I, I think some people aren't able on top of everything you mentioned I think some people aren't able to recognize it mm-hmm, some people yeah. have been living like in even though we like you mentioned it's so many different like levels to it it could be something so minor but it, I'm thinking about the the more like serious yeah well you know serious mental health issues yeah um sometimes people have been like living in a hell so long that they don't even know that like this ain't right, right. something is off with me mm-hmm. uh, maybe i should seek help so they might mm-hmm. just think that that's a part of just kind of like who they are yeah and so if you you know you really when you when you unless you do something like drastic or just like create out the norm like crazy out the norm yeah 
you are the one who has to be able to recognize that something is wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you do something cra- very crazy, somebody will say like, you know, you need to seek help for that. But just think yeah. about the people who are just like, they they feeling off or feeling different, yeah, but don't yeah. even realize that they feeling mm-hmm. different. I mean, all we can do is rely on how what, we feel in yeah. order to be mm-hmm. able to get help. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. true. And let me just put this disclaimer out here. None of us are licensed therapists, okay? So do not yeah. take any of this information <laughs> as the gospel, okay? We're just speaking yeah. from our opinions and from and our own experiences. Um, Again, the resources will be in the show notes, but we are not therapists. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta make that distinction because sometimes yeah. people will hear you say something and they be like, "Well, like, oh. you know, I heard this on the podcast, not on here, sis. You didn't hear it from." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think people, and you know, when you talk about the African American um, community, I think for us, we don't ever want to be labeled crazy. Yeah. Yes. You do not want yeah. that even attached to your name. And so that's where a lot of the shame comes from with, I think, therapists, because, you know, for the longest time, that's the only people supposedly who seek therapy. Is it yeah. you're crazy or... Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I mean, that's all. I mean, now we hear about people going to therapy, even when you feel like you don't need it, you just right. want somebody to talk to. But I'm like, yeah. I feel like growing up, that wasn't the case. If you, oh, yeah, if you, yeah. uh, somebody said they're going to therapy, you like, what's wrong with you? Right, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, no, what yeah. happened? Right, right, yeah. what happened? Yeah, like, what yeah. happened to you? And that that is, and I want to say to Bunny, when you said the resources, I also think that a lot had to do with it. There wasn't a lot of black therapists. Mm. growing up and so that trust issue of trusting someone that didn't even know what it was like to live in your skin color how Mm. can they experience or I think that may have been the generations before issue with therapy that those people couldn't identify what that you know what they were struggling with out here Mm -hmm. in this racist world and all that stuff so I think um resources and having someone that is relatable um, mm-hmm. to what you're going through and to like who you are as a person and I think that we have done a great job of I love like um and we'll put this in there psychology today where you can literally go in there and pick put your zip code in yeah your insurance information or if you don't have insurance who don't you know you can find out who takes your insurance or who doesn't you know you just got to pay a flat fee for but you can pick based on like types and you can pick you know somebody who was african-american like off the gate and i love that because it is um it's important it's important for us Mm to i'm not saying caucasian or any other nationality therapist wouldn't be helpful um but Mm -hmm. i feel like sometimes it is especially in this climate um yeah yeah. you want to talk to somebody who looked like you yeah (laughs) and that and that and and there's there's comfort in that you know as the as the patient or client or um you know that the you you want to be able to have that um the other thing I was going to say when you were asking about about the stigma I think some of it is um you know we know black people is heavy in the religion right and so a lot of people think that whatever your problem we love God (laughs) 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 right but um I think some of that stigma was that why you you don't need to go talk to nobody you need to just Uh talk to Jesus that's all you Jesus if you got Jesus then you find and so when you I, I know I've heard it I'm sure you guys have heard it before the mm-hmm. statement of like you just can pray pray your problems away go pray and you mm-hmm. know ask the Lord to help you with that and um to me I feel like that that is something that you 
God yeah. plus therapy. Like I, yeah. yeah. You got, sometimes you gotta <laughs> have both and medication if you need it. Like you need right. all the resources. Yeah. I definitely feel like now I'm in a place that I can say if if God has given every person everything that they need, that means that this person who went to go to school mm-hmm. to learn how to be a therapist to help you with your mental health. That could be from God, too. And there's a lot of Christian based or religious based therapists as well who pair that together. So um, to your point, Buffy, about the resources being out there. But how do y'all feel when y'all have heard that? Like now as adults, mm-hmm. when you hear people because I've heard people, you know, at my young age of 40, I've heard people still say it, you know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you can just pray it away and be like, what? It's it's ridiculous, um, actually, just for people just to say that, because even though you said God and therapy, I believe in God and science, God and resources. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, God and shoot us doing the work like yeah. so many other things that we can we have to they go along with our faith. And yeah. I don't think one cancel cancels out the other. Um, I don't believe in that. You can just pray depression away, the pray the problem away. I do yeah. think I do believe in prayer. Yeah. Prayer has gotten has done um, amazing things in my life, my life, um, the testimonies that I have. Um, so I do believe in that, but I do think that there are times when you want to have to go outside of just praying Facts. and you have yeah. to seek like medical help and, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, somebody to really get help you get through this. And sometimes even, I'm not even going to say like licensed therapist. Sometimes you just need to also like build a tribe. You need mm-hmm. yeah. to, to have accountability, maybe accountability yeah. partner. Yeah. It's just more than just, you can't just rely on your faith One alone. Yeah. yeah. You can. God, I think that's, God is that's, mighty. God yeah. is healing. Like, you know, all those things, but Sometimes you, Sometimes need more. you need that you need more. And I think that's the thing that, um, you know, uh, one of the things I think when Bunny, one of y'all had said earlier, like we just thought it was one type of therapy, like something had to be wrong. Like, yeah, um, you, just, you had therapy. to be crazy. Yeah. Like talk <laughs> therapy is like considered like psychotherapy. I think that's what it's called. It's like it's, mm-hmm. it's talk therapy. That wasn't something that we knew mainly about, but that is literally, it doesn't always have to be with a therapist like you said your tribe yeah your yeah i got mm-hmm. small groups at church that's yes. our therapy that can be talking those things out and so um i don't want to stick to it has to be therapy but it could be therapeutic and mm-hmm. so that yeah. is that is like another way to look at it but yeah if, as far as that statement goes i've never really like when people say you know you just mean that you ain't got enough trust in god yeah yeah Right. Yeah. I trust God a lot. <laughs> I trust God to show me which therapist or which, <laughs> yeah. which counselor or which which and, and even to your point, Buffy, people use life coaches, right? Who mm-hmm. are yeah. like um and and on top of that, I, I will say this because you know I do have a little bit of background in healthcare. There's a difference between a psychiatrist and a therapist. A psychiatrist gives you medication, therapy is just talking. And some people yeah. don't want to go to therapy because they think I don't want to get put and on psychologists these- too, right? Yeah, and psychologists, right? Like mm-hmm. they're they're three different things. So you have to do your research to figure out what mm. it is that you need exactly. And, and, and you don't. Everybody don't need medication. Somebody and I think that's that that's good because through. some people go to therapy thinking like, well, why should you prescribe me the little because uh, you at the wrong place. <laughs> the <What? Yeah. laughs> People thinking like, oh, I can go get me a marijuana card. (laughs) (laughs) Not from the basic therapy, sis. But you you know what? When you think when you think about just kind of like how for our like culture, um 
uh, we put so much of our like our trust and faith and stuff and, and our religion and God mm-hmm. I think it's because it, that's like passed down it's like generational yeah. because mm-hmm. like when you think back into like slave days they that's all they had to rely yeah. on yeah. they didn't yeah. have it was no they couldn't go and google what how you that's know how I'm having a traumatic experience how do yeah. I whatever it is that they needed they couldn't google any of yeah. those things and, and they so that all they did lives. is had to all they had to pass down was their faith and strength and trust in God. And I think that that's, you know, gone generation to generation, but our generations now we're passing down something much uh, stronger. No, I'm sorry. Let me change that. Not much stronger because nothing is stronger than God. (laughs) Nothing is stronger than God. I just, nothing is more powerful. Yes. Yes, But they, Additional resources. Yes, yes. yes. Additional resources. Um, even though God is the plug. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got it. I got a word. Yeah. Nah, listen. but you, you get what I'm saying. We had we have more to pass down to yeah. the generations that are coming. Um, and I think it's normalizing it as well. Like normalizing yeah. the fact that it's okay to talk. You know what I mean? Like it's okay to have conversations. It's a, I mean, when we talk to each other, you know, outside mm-hmm. of this, right? Um, yeah. It's therapeutic, right? Like you talk to each other mm-hmm. and you 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 have a discussion and you know, like again, talking to the right people, right? Uh, but you mm-hmm. know that these people have your best interest. And so whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is that needs to be said is going to be kept between you and whatever mm-hmm. support you need, you're going to get from them. Um, so again, Again, like y'all said, don't have to be an actual therapist, but having that outlet to be able to just process your thoughts. That's really all it is. Mm-hmm. It's like processing mm-hmm. what's going We Even if you just take this last year, bruh, mm-hmm. the amount of thoughts and stress and you know, anxiety and all the things of just not knowing, right? Like we were yeah. just in the space of not knowing. Being able to process your emotions is crucial, it's yeah. not, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think even for like my kids is it's big when you talked about those uh numbers of like yeah kids ages six through seventeen. I'm like you know my right. kids smack dad in the middle of kids. that. All of my yeah. kids yeah. fall into that age range. And but I think people probably been falling into this age, age oh, absolutely. range. Oh, right. I mean, just didn't know. You know those those uh, stats. I think that now it's we're just more aware of it yeah, and now yeah. we know what to call it we know you know what i'm saying like people have been dealing with anxiety since i'm sure since the beginning of time right you know what i mean but it just wasn't a thing it wasn't acknowledged right yeah. and you know and now I, I just even let's take like and when we were younger in teenage years and we were going into our nerve things we didn't still even know like our nerves or our butterflies in our stomach and stuff like that was a bit of anxiety at the time we mm-hmm. was just like oh my god why am I feeling this way like I remember like quite a few times when peaches would be about to go on the interview or go do something you want to tell my story though <laughs> like won't you focus on your own stories <laughs> like seriously you don't have your own anxiety stories I do but I'm, I was just saying because it would be more prevalent like the conversation that we would have Okay. Like that, we would just like talk. Like it would be, uh, you would say, like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, and I'm like, young, you got it. It's okay. Stuff like that. I don't think I'm just never mind. I get it. I'm just. I I, I understand what she's trying to say. She's like, we didn't, we didn't have the words to be able to say what it was that we were feeling. Yeah, feeling and how it felt. And I think I'm so thankful now we do know the words. So when we see it in our children, we can calm them down properly. We know Mm. the ways to teach them to say, "Hey, okay, you're feeling a little bit anxiety, you're anxious, like slow Mm -hmm. down." 
But yeah. yeah, and teach them how to cope with it. That's yeah, you know, that's really it. All that's it is is coping. Because I didn't learn that. I would just be biting my nails to death. <laughs> oh, keep going to the bathroom. Yeah, something. I can remember those times <laughs> Buffy would call. <laughs> she she would be biting her nails down to the white meat, and I was like, Buffy, no, calm down. <laughs> It's like nah. <laughs> oh but no, like yeah. no. <laughs> All right, so nah, you're right though. You're right. So um I wanted to give us a space also in this is just to talk about the time or um that we experienced where our mental health was at its weakest. Like what was that like for you? What was what were the things that maybe you noticed at that moment like uh yeah i need some type of help or i need some type of um i need something more like mm-hmm. right now i'm not i'm realizing i'm not at my best mm-hmm. because sometimes it's hard to it also when you're in it like you say sometimes you be in it so long it's mm-hmm. hard to say like i need help or this isn't working or what i'm doing ain't enough right um, yeah like when have you ever experienced or had a moment like that when your like mental health was just like i I definitely had a moment like that. I don't know if I even I be getting all my podcasts mixed up <laughs> that, I've been, that I've been on. But I was, I'm not sure if I shared that on here, but um, just my long story short was just like a lot of things just coming at me at one time. It felt like like with uh, you know my husband had got laid off from his job, and then we had like had somebody. It felt like well I, we thought was like trying to break it to our, our house we moved out mm-hmm. and ended up um, moving in with his mom for some time this was probably like six years ago seven years ago mm-hmm. um, actually yeah probably like eight years ago actually mm-hmm. but um it was some time ago but then um it just and then he had ended up losing after he got another job he had lost his job um for you know circumstances that had it wasn't his fault um but it just felt like everything was just like not normal and I, I I felt like I started having like anxiety I was going I didn't know exactly what it was so it was I was going back and forth to the hospital and what the worst part is when you don't feel right and you go to the hospital and they can't figure out what's wrong yeah, with you like you yeah. know like you have any chest rise. pains yeah yes but don't running back and away. forth to the hospital is what it was causing all of these medical bills that mm-hmm. was causing me more stress. It was just mm-hmm. like, just, I just felt like it was thing after thing after thing. But then once all of the like quote unquote things like were getting back on track, I still felt like it was a, like an anxiousness. But mm-hmm. as time went on after like, um, I would say like a, probably a year and a half straight, mm-hmm. like I was able to um, like really acknowledge like what it was. And that it was um, that it was anxiety. So then I was able to know how to handle it when I started to feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you you feeling something and you keep going back and forth to the hospital, especially people who have anxiety, if you never really had it like a full blown panic attack or anxiety mm-hmm. attack, like you really feel like you about to die. Yes. You could not tell me that I yeah. wasn't about to die. Yeah. And yeah. it it went beyond like physical it started being like mental like everything mm-hmm. that you felt in your body you like you felt like uh Fred Sanford like right. home. Yeah. like this today about to be today yeah. <laughs> but if I, I think that it forced me to just be more in tune with my body and I was able to just to kind of like clear my mind that time um looking back at it as hard as it was I was able to um 
just like eliminate things from my life that I really didn't need and just like clear my space. It ended up being a blessing in disguise, not mm-hmm. the fact that I had like anxiety or whatever, but just all of the things that allowed me just to get in order um, to to move forward. And I'm just thankful. I'm a, I can say like I'm super like self-aware of my body. So I can feel like if my heart starts to be in fast or whatever, like take that deep breath. Yeah. And, like it had gotten so bad. Like I ain't want to be home by myself. Mm-hmm. I was, I didn't want to drive by myself. I just I, like I had to have water wherever I was going just because I just felt like I was about to pass out whenever I, you know, started having those feelings. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I never, that being said, I, I remember like really leaning close um, to God. Like we talking about like black people and their mm-hmm. faith, but that is what, that is something that got me through like yeah. during that time. I didn't go to therapy. I really did lean in on my tribe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I can remember like kind of isolating myself at one point and Bunny hit me up like, let's go to brunch. Yep. <laughs> we showing up there. I'm, I'm having all the medical bills coming at me. I'm like, who? I ain't going to nobody's <laughs> No, but we went and it was, and I felt so much better after I had um, got back home and after just like talking to her and you during that time and, you know, our other cousin and friend, um, my tribe like just really held me down during that time. So mm-hmm. that wasn't, I've never been to therapy before. I do believe in therapy. I like, I'm not opposed to it. I mm-hmm. haven't, I've never been to therapy, but um, my relationship with God, like I just really like leaned in and tried to like, really focus and definitely um, just lean on my tribe as well. And I'm thankful yeah. um, for you guys throughout that time. Yeah. You're welcome. Always. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's my story gonna go yeah. Uh, yeah um I think I've had I probably have a multiple multiple times that I probably um but the time that I can probably remember I was at like my wits end um was probably during the pandemic because at that point mm. um it was at the beginning of it um because I was sick and then I got better and then it seemed like everybody else got sick around me and I remember going to the grocery store and I felt like I, am I not watching the same thing that everybody else is watching? Because these people had on shields. This was before people had masks. Like, I mean, they had on goggles. Oh like, it looked like it was yes, a scene man. out of Ebola. Like, I was like, yes. I mean, outbreak. I was like, what is going on? And I remember, like, just pulling myself over to the corner because I literally started to have a panic attack in the middle mm-hmm. of the Wegmans. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like... I, should I have on gloves? Should I have on a mask? Should I have? Because mm-hmm. they were saying if you were healthy, you didn't need to. And I was like, what is happening? Um, and I remember going home and like crying. And I just told Ryan, like, I was like, I can't, I, I can't go outside no more. I was just like, it's just scary. I don't know what's going on. And mm-hmm. I remember praying that 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 night and just really like, okay, God, I just need to get this. I, I by that time I was aware with myself that I knew that I was having like an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really like, okay, God, I just need to be able to say what the fear is. And the fear was for me that I didn't want to die. I was just like, yeah. but if somebody mm-hmm. has to, I, I was like, you can, you can take me. And I was like, and let wow. my, my, let my family stay. And I remember telling Ryan and he was like, what the crap? And he, mm. at that moment he was just like you don't have to go nowhere just stay here we we'll order whatever you need just do whatever you need to do and I think I re- at that time I was in therapy because I knew 
I knew I had anxiety and I know mm-hmm. I've always had it. And I, I, I went because I just was like, I just want a better way to cope with it because for me, my anxiety, like I just procrastinate and I just don't get nothing accomplished. And I mm-hmm. had way too many goals. Um, but that was like at the, the, I was at my wits end that day. And I was just like, Lord, you could just go ahead, take me now. And I, it was like the, I, I was you know it's like the worst things ever even though we were all talking and all that stuff in that moment I felt like I was just by myself and that was how I felt and it was like I had to work through the the fear of what I saw because it wasn't what I was feeling it was legit what I saw when I went out I wasn't afraid Mm -hmm. when I went to the store it wasn't until I saw everybody was all masked (laughs) up that I was like did did I not watch the right channel? Like what is yeah. what is happening? Like, what is going on here? Yeah, and so I just I just took it day by day and I got to the place that I even now during this I was like you do what's comfortable for you and not be worried about, you know, whatever's happening around you because at the end of the day, you know, I know the effects of being as though that was the worst day I had. I was like I don't ever want to be back there, so I have to just maintain whatever my comfort level is for me going forward forward outside of this pandemic it don't even matter I if I know that I'm not comfortable I need to just yeah queen of the no <laughs> my queen of the no <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah you've worn that hat for some hey people. listen you know I'm owning it now okay <laughs> but yeah but that, that was I can say that was probably the time that I was definitely and so in that case definitely leaning on God and also therapy and also my tribe um, mm-hmm. was and doing what I needed to do to release. Um, I started walking and going outside like I was just like, mm-hmm. OK, just walk the neighborhood or whatever have you. Um, and I just, you know, just little things, journaling a whole lot more. Like it was just little things that I did to just try to keep myself, you know. Sane, sane. and busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that'd be the biggest thing. Sane and busy. Yeah, yeah. So I would have to say my time was um like three years. Was that three years? 2019. 2019 was the year. Was two years ago. Okay. Well, feels like three. Okay. But that was the year that just like really was a lot. Like I um that year I went out for like a um the job that I currently have. <laughs> <laughs> <Praise I>, the <Lord. laughs> has been two years long, y'all. So I went out for it then and it literally it was a very long process and came down to me and one other person and they went with the other person um which at first I didn't recognize it as like hurtful like I didn't let it hurt me I was just like oh, okay cool I'm a like a roll with the punches type person and then they were like all right well we might have another position for you here and I was like okay cool so I went and did that and then they still went with someone else and I'm like well what is uh, what, what are we doing here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so in the midst of that because I'm still like all right and they never just told me like okay sorry we've gone with someone else it was always like we're trying to find a place for you <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> so it was still kind of like hanging me on a little bit so yeah. I was like hanging on like all right am I gonna be able to leave my job or you know like what like I didn't know how it was moving so then finally it was the final, okay, no, we're not doing this. And then I think in the midst of that, I, like that journey, job application journey probably started at the end of 2018. And this was probably mid-summer of 2019 that it was like finally like, 
this ain't happening. Mm. And so that was a very, very long time <laughs> to be on pins and needles wondering what your future or what, you know, everything was going to be. Yeah. And so in the midst of that, my husband caught a DUI and mm-hmm. cried total his car mm. and this was his third DUI um in like of course of like 10 years and because of that when we went to court um the first time they like wanted to get him a year in jail and I was like what like you can do this <laughs> like we can like this really can happen and that was super scary like when they called and um said that like that's what they were offering I'm like, and nothing else? Like, that's yeah. just it? Like, there's not no time served, the day, and, and yeah. you know, knock off. And it was just like, no. So it was like, okay, um, that was stressful. And because of that looming thought, it was like, I didn't know what we were doing that we decided to move in the midst of that because it was like, if I got to take this all on by myself, I need to be somewhere where I can afford and can hold it and keep it. Yeah. Um, thankfully during that time when I was working at Vistaprint, if you worked there for um, five years, every five years, you got a Vista break. So during that time, I was able to take a sabbatical for five weeks, which was super helpful. Um, but it still had me on pins and needles because we didn't go to court until the end of September. So it was still like every day was what's going to happen. Yeah. What's it going to be? Um, then he had, I mean, if you know people with, who do, do have DUIs, they have regular court and the MVA court. So before we could even get to regular court, MVA had took his license. So now I'm the only driver. And it was just like, <sighs> so as time went on, we finally get to the um, final court date. And um, we were the last people to case be called. I'm just like, <sighs> I got to sit here for hours on that and wait. So that was like another like stressor. And so mm-hmm. finally um, they did take the whole year thing off the table, praise the Lord, and wind up giving him, um, allowing him to do 10 weekends, which seemed like a cakewalk. Cause it's like, okay, it's just 10 weekends and he gets to come home every Sunday and all that stuff. But actually when it started and he only had to do seven weekends, which was good. Um, but when it started it was okay but then as the weekends went on and as the time went on like I didn't even realize like somewhere in that those months or that time frame I went into a depression and Mm -hmm. didn't know it and I remember him one day saying like while he was home during the week you know you ate ice cream every day this week like a different pint of ice cream every day this week like Mm -hmm. I would buy a pint of ice cream every single day Mm -hmm. or like buy multiples and I would have it in there and I looked at him like what what you talking about (laughs) like (laughs) like what you mean I mean like you got a problem me (laughs) (laughs) and so I was so mad so hurt I like cried closed the ice cream and put it up because I just thought he was calling me fat but all he was saying was like dude you just eating ice cream every single day but mm-hmm. I still didn't realize it so once all the weekends were over and he was so excited that it was over he was like we gotta go on the date like because it was finally like he could just breathe and be like all right I'm done with that part and so we went to the movies and we went to the store afterwards and he was like you don't want to get your ice cream <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, you should have been like, boy, I'll fry you right now. 
knew me so bad. And I was like, what? And I was like, he all happy walking down these aisles and I'm not happy. I'm sad. So I mm-hmm. didn't get, I was like, no, I don't want the ice cream. And then, cause I was like, it's not gonna make me feel better. And so I mm-hmm. get in the car, we get home and I like sit in the driveway and he like, yeah, you good? And I just looked and I just saw bowling out crying from nowhere and was like, no, I'm not good. Mm-hmm. And this was like probably the end of 2019 at this point. And it was that at that moment that I was like, I need some other type of help. Mm-hmm. And so I initially just went into reading my um, I mean, doing my devotionals and going mm-hmm. to God and like all right, let me do a deep devotional that's going to have me like really dig down deep and do some things. And then it kind of hit me that my depression was layered and deep. And I was mm-hmm. like, I really think, and it was Bunny, it was one of your podcasts that you had. Ooh, with- oh, man. oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it was <laughs> one of your podcasts, yes. <laughs> Slain self-doubt <laughs> that you had that year. Available everywhere. Um, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that you had with um her name, I think her name is Katora. Is that right? Kier? Kier. Okay. Yep. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Kier from... uh, (laughs) Poor Empowerment. Empowerment. Yeah. And listening, I went back to that. I remembered that um, episode and I went back and I listened and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. And so because I felt comfortable, like, all right, these are women. This is a black lady. And um, I just felt so much better once my first appointment hit. And like... complete the therapy in a year like at first I thought it was gonna take me a long time but my therapist came the end of December 2020 and was like yeah we done you did all the work you did (laughs) go you can you can balance you can maintain and it was hard for me to let go it's hard to leave your therapist because you're so used to those conversations Mm -hmm. but I was also I celebrated it a lot because I was like some people stay in therapy for years because Mm -hmm. so much layers and it's hard to do the work and they're scared to do the work mm-hmm. and I was thankful every time I was like no nah, I want to get this over with like I didn't like that feeling I didn't want to be that in that place and um I guess God fixed my ice cream addiction all right look at it now you can't even eat dairy you can't even eat dairy can't even eat dairy now that's probably because I ate too much in the months mm-hmm. you know what but um yeah so I was I mean I was thankful for therapy at that time um and that is a moment that I never want to be yet again not like I was able to like now I'm able to like how you said peaches like that panic attack stuff when Mm -hmm. I had one like towards the end of 20 like I mean I think I had one at the end of 2019 and this was before I started therapy mm-hmm. and I didn't know what it was, but I remember my chest hurting so tight mm-hmm. when I left work one day, just because somebody with my office was leaving. Mm-hmm. It was just like so much uncertainty that I felt when he was leaving um, the company. I like had the chest pains all the way into the next day. And it wasn't until my coworker said to me, like, I think you're having an anxiety attack. And I was like, yeah. What? And I had to go look it up. And I think I called Bunny and was like, well, what do I do? Yeah, like, girl, Bunny. once them uh, once them medical bills started rolling in for me, I was forced to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, you, you better find you some coping mechanisms. Yeah, Bunny <laughs> told me she was like, the Bunny was like, okay, you feel this? Breathe. You just need to take deep breaths, breathe mm-hmm. out. And that was what I did. I had to 
learn how to control my breaths and like mm-hmm. breathe out to get that but at the time i didn't know what it was i was starting to feel it in my arm and everything it'd like, be the worst because you start looking at the wrong stuff and you be like yeah, oh, i really thought i was having a stroke and I don't did. go to webmd <laughs> no. tell you that you are a goner <laughs> right. yeah, it's over it's over right now you ain't That's got what that i felt yeah, that, that panic attack was this like something i never want to feel again so i'm thankful that like y'all oh we've all had said like we kind of know the ways and know the things now so we can kind of deal with it and never have to go to that dark place or that deep place again because I definitely was one who only attributed therapy to trauma Mm. yeah the only reason why you can go to therapy was if something traumatic happened to you yeah Mm -hmm. it wasn't just because you needed to talk some people out and deal with some of these layers that you have you know and I like started discovering stuff I never knew about myself I was like is that why yeah, I, I think one of the things that um this sounds like that is um uh in agreement to or in alignment that we're all saying is like it's really the self-awareness right mm-hmm. like knowing yourself enough to be able to be able to cope through whatever because the reality is, is the challenges are going to come yeah. we're going to have moments that we don't have any control over mm-hmm. uh, everything that we shared we didn't inflict any of that on ourselves right yeah. it wasn't something that we did to ourselves and there's times that things happen to us that we do and it causes us stress but yes. that you're going to have instances where it has nothing you didn't do anything right but you have to be able to work through those emotions and whatever you're feeling mm-hmm. yeah and I think that um it's a piggyback off what you said too and you know sometimes it's not always just about coping because mm-hmm. you want it's like really seek healing yeah. for certain things you know what I yeah. mean and like not don't just figure out ways on just how to get through stuff but like really just like heal yes. from stuff mm-hmm. um just so you, just to help your mental health so yeah you don't have to stay stuck in stuff yeah Yeah. I totally agree I think that's why I celebrated the fact that I was done even though I felt sad about leaving I was like no like but you actually healed some areas of yourself Mm -hmm. that you don't have to go back there no more like you can walk confidently knowing like yeah "Yeah, that part part is over like that experience is done and I feel Mm -hmm. good yeah (laughs) like and I've grown so um, I see that we definitely have all included God in some form of way and talk therapy in that journey. Mm-hmm. How, well, I think we kind of touched on how we prioritize our mental health now, but is there anything specific you do like daily, like Bunny, definitely with like, you know, the patent- pandemic is ending. Mm-hmm. We know this. It is a another la- layer of nervousness, but how are you dealing with the pandemic and stuff now? Oh me, but oh, um, um, I'm just taking it day by day. Like however I feel, that's what I'm rocking with. I just mm-hmm. I, I I honor whatever I feel. I don't try to push past it. I don't mm-hmm. try to force myself to feel something that I don't. If I feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I ain't moving. Right. Mm-hmm. If I feel good, I'm a, I'm gonna go with it. And um, I I think one of the things is that giving yourself permission to change your mind. Like if I yeah. decide this ain't it this ain't it and that goes with anything out even outside of the pandemic like you can I, I have permission to choose me first right mm-hmm. and as long as I just go into it with that way um I definitely that that is the one way I do it I do journal a lot so that is um that's helpful for me because it allows me to be able to get out whatever it is I'm thinking because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times that's what it is it's my thoughts that get me like wrapped up so if I write it down yeah. on paper then I'm able to see like Girl, that ain't even real. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say something similar to that. The, the last comment you made, the pa- pandemic hasn't given me like any strange anxiety that, I mean, not, well, I have, it's not the pandemic itself that's given me any type of anxiety, but being a person who like deals with anxiety just for other stuff, <laughs> just like regular <laughs> life. I think what, what helps me on a regular basis is that even when I feel like, um, when I start to have those feelings of like anxiousness or nervousness, like literally reminded myself of what is real and what is mm-hmm. not has helped you know what I mean? When those, those thoughts and stuff start coming in where you, you know, you just feel like you just can't even, you can feel yourself spiraling. Yeah. But yeah. when I remind myself of what is real, what is not, who, who is, who God is, yeah. who he has created yeah. me to be. So, or sometimes having to take deep breaths, sometimes literally having to write down what I'm thankful for, just mm-hmm. kind of refocusing my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, I've noticed with me paying attention, sometimes I have to evaluate what it is that like I've been looking at or listening wow. to, mm-hmm. like certain shows or definitely like social media. Yeah. Um, it could be That's anything, an article that I read because I can get like wrapped up in things like yeah. that and it start putting thoughts in your head. Yeah. So just being um, being mindful of those things, it'd be like, oh yeah, I need to chill out on that for a right. while. Or maybe not watch tv before i go to bed or you know, <laughs> i wake up it's not and, it's, and it has nothing to do with dreams it's just yeah. kind of like what's your internal like what you're yeah. feeding yourself yeah yep. i'll have That's to um important. cut back on you know things like that so just being aware of what i'm taking in mm-hmm. yeah i definitely uh, agree and feel you on like what you're feeding yourself especially like sometimes when um when kids get network. hurt <laughs> when yeah. watch, not, well the Zeus network gets you <laughs> yeah you started yeah. talking with an accent for like <laughs> oh I did <laughs> yes you did you was talking like Jocelyn yeah you sure no, enough was yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> she couldn't get her words right nothing <laughs> <laughs> like Buffy you speak English <laughs> that's your first language no. <laughs> but like even like if um stuff happens here locally or something like that if I, I look at those you know, uh, social media sites that talk about some of the crime that happens in that area. And you kind of go searching and looking and find yeah. out more details about it. Then you just like, well, well, I wonder if, you know, so <laughs> just be like, don't even, I think that's why I couldn't even watch or haven't been able to watch the Relisha Rudd thing. Cause I know I'm going to get stuck back in thinking about her mama. Like, yes, her lady. Oh, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. so it's just like I I don't want to. I think it's very you're you're right about watching what you read, what you think about, what you you know watch, listen to Reading all that. Yourself. Stuff. Yeah, that's why I don't watch the news. I mm-hmm. stop watching. Oh, news. I don't watch. I don't watch. News. I don't watch. But it's like even if you don't watch the news, we had, we get like so much yes. information from mm-hmm. everywhere. I try to scroll past yeah. all of that stuff. Like I, I I'm too, very you're right about what it is that I because the same way, like whatever it is that I I feel like I feel like I lived it, and I'd be like, yeah. I don't even live in South yes. Dakota. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Like what is happening? Yeah. So I think it's just I, I'm the same way, just being mindful about what I, you know, feed and 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 I think it's a, a it's an intentionality every single day. Like one of the things that you said, Peach, is like reminding yourself of who you are, whose you are. And like yeah. we said a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago, what Millie say, know that you know that you know, yeah. right? And yeah, when know you, that you know yeah. that you know. and then just you know just breathe through it. I I, I think that it is definitely something that um you know, uh, people will experience on a regular, mm-hmm. on a regular yep. basis. And you just, just knowing yourself and knowing how you uh, deal with certain things will help you be able to, you know, grow through it. Right. Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. you want to be able to do is to get on the other side of it. 
And that's a, that's a beautiful thing. I think when we do um, prioritize our mental health in any way that we choose to, whether it just be if leaning more into God or choosing God in therapy or just choosing mm-hmm. therapy, maybe your relationship with God isn't at that place um, yet. Whatever you choose, I think when, like Bunny said, when you grow through it, you just like the person you become mm-hmm. is so far greater than where you have been before. And you, like you literally the things around you start to reflect it mm-hmm. you know nice. things open up um you know people you meet new people or have yeah. to lose people and sometimes losing people is hard but mm-hmm. understanding that that's a part of growth and that's a part of your new journey is like the biggest thing it's like okay well you know what I may have to lose them but it's pretty exciting what can come from you know from this later on yeah, yeah. so I think um just recognizing that that everything ain't a negative everything's not a bad thing and change is good it's inevitable it can mm-hmm. be good and it's all about how you like um how you how you view it yeah that's yeah fact. i think i did do all the things that y'all do so i'm not gonna repeat that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh so before we go do y'all have any ideas or advice that you can we can give our listeners uh, on things that you know practical things we already said we're gonna drop the resources in the show notes but Absolutely. if there's any like one thing that you can to give people to say like you know this <laughs> um <laughs> i think we said a lot yeah, yeah. we did yeah and I was just going to say, if something don't feel right, seek help. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if it do feel right, maybe you just need somebody to talk to. Talk to somebody. Find somebody to talk to. Just don't do life in isolation. Yeah. Because do that's, it's just so easy to do that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that that's what, you know, God wants for our lives. And um, community is important. So whatever that community looks like um, for you, whether you need a trusted psychologist, a psychiatrist, or therapist, mm-hmm. um, small group, pastor. Maybe you just need to get out there and build your your tribe up, your friend, your friend tribe up. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just seek an accountability partner. That doesn't mean it has to be your bestie, but somebody really just to hold you accountable with maybe some of the goals. Or maybe you need a life coach. Yeah. Um, life just coach. really, <clears throat> I just encourage everybody to not do life alone. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. My I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I don't think you should do anything in isolation and don't feel like you're alone and Mm -hmm. um, be okay with saying something like don't Mm -hmm. don't stay. Don't just do nothing. Try to do Mm -hmm. something. If it's take one little small step and, you know, like Peach said, small group is sometimes in some people's churches called connect groups or uh, Mm -hmm. I forgot what are other ways, but just see if you're, um, I think most people call them small groups, small yeah. groups or community groups. Um, <laughs> check out with your local church and see if they even have one. Yeah. 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 I think I would just say, you know, trust your instincts. I think that you know mm-hmm. yourself best. No one else knows you and, you know, speak up when stuff ain't right. Um, within, you know, to echo everything that y'all said, the same thing, like find a community, find people, um, but trust your instincts. If it mm-hmm. don't feel right, it ain't. I can yeah. guarantee you that. Ever. Um, well, I'm glad that we actually talked about this, you know, yeah. as we close out, uh, mental health month, uh, May. 
May mm-hmm. Mental Health Month. I was going to say Mondays. My bad, y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, as we said a couple of times in here, um, that we will put some mental health resources in the show notes. Um, we thank y'all for continually listening to us. Oh, yes, and also 300. we hit three hundred downloads. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey. So y'all right. just keep showing up. I'm I'm excited. Like this is y'all. We we appreciate you. We are grateful we for do. y'all. We thank y'all for listening to us every single week let us know underneath the instagram post for this episode how do you prioritize your mental health um, remember to share rate and review follow us on ig at girl who said that if you have any questions or topic suggestions email us at girl who said that at gmail.com thank y'all again for tuning in for another episode of the girl who said that podcast talk to y'all next week bye, bye.